Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the Gene. See you here with Polo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Polo here's a performer. Hey, hey, hey. And Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional. Professional? Professional review of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race Season 12. 12. Are you ready? I'm more than ready. All right, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm the bitch. I'm the bitch. I'm the bitch. I'm the bitch. And then that bass kicks in. I actually thought it was really good. Yeah. I think this was such a good... Like, if you heard the last podcast, how I was kind of low energy about it, wasn't I? Because Love I was that. like, oh, we're doing yeah. the UK. Yeah. I'm going to be like, um, I'm not really excited. That has fully changed yeah. after this episode. It was um, it was such a good episode. It was excellent. It had, like, a lot of different elements to it. It felt almost like a like a season finale episode because of, like there were looks there was performance there was songwriting there was dancing I felt like I'd come halfway into like watching a season yeah. do you know what I mean I mean mm-hmm. first of all there's only well let's just say that it's a double it's a double premiere which yes. means that we only got to see was it six or seven queens there were seven because seven it, queens weirdly there's 13 girls but I still think they might unveil a 14th queen or a okay. returning queen or something so we had seven queens for this episode which was I think was amazing because we actually got like when you're looking at 13 people it's a lot to try to take in that's it yeah. and it's really hard for you to understand each mm-hmm. character and find who you like I fully agree the last time we saw this happened with season six and we've got a theory they're going to do this every six seasons now so we'll have it again in season 18 you reckon they'll get up to 18 absolutely yeah. the momentum behind the show now absolutely it's gonna be like america's next top model america's next top model started strong yeah and then it just kind of dwindled and then it became a nothing and then it became quite desperate it's inevitable with any format really especially reality tv mm. um you've got to have tricks up your sleeve um apparently there was pressure for them to be fresh for the season so i hear yeah and it felt really fresh and i'll tell you what they've given the studio like a paint or something the production values have gone up a notch i thought yeah i yeah, think, yeah, I think yeah. well Going on to the episode, I just think that this is one of the the. the it was such a good opener. I completely. I am. Yeah. I'm invested now. Yeah. What they've done is they've actually set the bar so high for the girls coming in next week. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited now. I'm really looking forward to getting into it. Yes. Now, how are we going to do this? Because, like, last, our first podcast, we had to break it up into two. I don't want to do that. I don't no, I, I want okay. one podcast episode where we dissect everything. And the things that I think we need to cover are mm-hmm. the looks. Mm-hmm. Very um, important because it's a spring and run, a spring yes. and fall runway. And then we need to look at the performances. Yeah. Because they did a rap challenge um, with guest judge who? Dinky Mindage. Oh, she she's that bitch, isn't she? <laughs> well, she, she, she she's that bitch. She's <laughs> very very appropriate to the the particularly the the, the challenge today. Mm. Um, so there's a lot to cover. And We're then, gonna have to be concise. Yeah, we ha- we have to keep it quick. I, th- I think that's what our listeners want from us they want it like a grinder hookup in and out <laughs> in and out we don't i don't want to know your name just do the damn thing i wouldn't know anything about that <laughs> so um, here the looks performances relationships and then oh, lip sync can we get on with it then please oh. <laughs> is my tone very pointed it's very pointed um is the carpet comfortable <laughs> i just want to echo what you were saying as well about like the split 
opening oh that sounds terrible split opening the, the split <laughs> premiere um gives you a chance to really get to know the girls who can really get lost in the shuffle when yeah. there's a, a, a lot of them also i remember from season six it set up a kind of rival schools kind of dynamic it was very like the sharks and the jets the shark you guys look good yeah 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 <laughs> i didn't quite cough like a man but um, so yeah, I, yeah, it can set up that dynamic as well. And there was a little, a little clip with the with next week with the girls kind of like sharpening mm. their talons, wasn't there? I also want to echo what you said and just get onto it. Okay, yeah, okay, because you came for me, so um, <laughs> thought I returned the favor. <laughs> cool. Let's look. So what I've what I've done because you know we're very fancy here is I've got a um, screenshot of all the looks of all the girls. So and it's on our multimedia. It's on, um, a, it's on, our, on our projector. I'll just push the button. Center, yeah. <laughs> and let's go through it. Britta was the first queen to come in. This is Britta. her look there. She's mm-hmm. she's wearing some kind of leopard, leopard and pink, pinky yeah. kind of thing. No, I think Britta. She gave me like warm, fun hostess vibes yes she just made me want to go watch a show immediately that, that she appears in yep um and i think kind of like yeah like what she was wearing was just like fun drag but like beautifully fitted and that's a theme for her i think yes she yeah. knows how to dress for her body yeah uh, what i also love mm-hmm. is that um she's from the kingdom of tonga yeah so she's like i'm polynesian she's also polynesian mm-hmm. now, now i want you to know that because she's from tonga i'm from samoa we don't get along <laughs> No, Samoans and Tongans, we generally don't like each other. I, I, I may have heard you once or twice slag off Tongan people. <laughs> um, so that was, well, there's a joke. There's a joke. Okay. Like, well, no Tongans will be listening, will they? No. <laughs> Maybe. There's a joke is, um, because, you know, Tongans were mocked because they eat horse. This is all I know about Tongan people from you. And um, so the, the joke is, um, how do you know a Tongans play chess? The knights are missing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but you know, that's like, I'm showing some, like, look, this is just my history. Samoans and Tongans, we have history. But mm. me growing up in New Zealand, um, there is there's a huge Polynesian um, base there. Like, mm-hmm. I get along with the Tongans. They're good. cool people. They're, they're good people. We're all about love and togetherness we, here. We family. We family. We family. We family. We family. So um, I, do, I do love the fact that we've got a Polynesian. Our second Polynesian, isn't it? The first Polynesian was Latrice. Latrice. Although I think she she's actually. She didn't but she said she was, she was somebody said something about the help it was what Fifi said about the help and she goes I'm Polynesian bitch yes but no that's cool I really she's what we uh, her her look is beautiful she is a tahine for lole which in Tongan is a beautiful girl she says she's Maui by day Moana by night didn't she (laughs) (laughs) and um, she's already said that she's a performer she's put it out there she's done commercials you know she's um, got a five octave range she's uh, in five five languages lovely (laughs) smile very pretty yeah, very Polynesian smile. What, what she's gorgeous. You know what a set of teeth. She's beautiful. Yes. Um. Cool. Um. Move on. Uh, Nikki Doll. Nikki Doll, a Parisian lady, uh, walks in in Gautier, or her take on Gautier. Anyway, Jean Paul um, Gautier. Yeah. Well, I did say Jean Paul Gautier. Realness. Yeah. No, um, I get cool customer vibes from Nikki all the way. She's very like chic and laid back. I will say like the studio lights like washed out her makeup or something on the entrance because she didn't look as, as, as gorgeous as she did like in the promotional material. So I guess that's a kind of, you know, she's not really been on TV thing. And I think we'll see, we do see it improve throughout the episode actually. Um, Still, um, 
yeah very chic very cool very, um, i just thought fashion yeah and that's it i think a running theme with um nikki and i hope they do this in in kind of like a good spirited way will be the language barrier and her like making little malapropisms and not really getting english and you know saying things in french and expecting us to know what they are but you know she might teach us a french word or two mm. moving on <laughs> <laughs> no no so my thoughts on her is that she's definitely a fashion queen yeah she's um she's pretty yeah gorgeous gorgeous yeah. um widow von du i actually love her entrance look now her remember we slated her her looks with the promotional material oh, like her promotional she, she stuff was not good she wasn't putting her best foot forward because no. this was gorgeous so is it, is it gorgeous because we weren't expecting her to be as you know, like I don't know, it serving was, it was, glamour in a way because when she came out, I really did like the look. It was like a you know, a lovely black sparkly cat suit with some ostrich feathers. It was a bit, bit Liza, very, but with a mohawk, very, very well fitted as mm. well. Very well fitted. She looked gorgeous, and um, again, like she gave us like warm, fun vibes, and she was coming into the room to two New Yorkers, wasn't she? Yes. And do you know, she's do you know, a Missouri girl. Do you know what I want to say is that when she, uh, was it her that said in, um, in the, in the beginning in, in the Meet the Queens that um, people are intimidated by her? Was yeah. she the one that said that? Yeah. I can see it now. Okay. After watching yeah. this episode, like when, well, when well, she, when she was saying it in the mm. promo, I was like, what do you mean? You come off so, be- I, I, I want to be your friend, but I've seen the first episode. Yeah, I get it. I think if, I get we'll, it. We'll come on to it, won't we? But if Widow's not happy with the situation, you'll probably know about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she speaks her mind. Mm. Um, what else about her? Oh, is that it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. These, these are like first impressions, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, concise. concise. Yeah, we're going to be concise we, we, today. You're actually sticking to the brief. <laughs> going <laughs> off <once>. script. <laughs> All right, let's look at Miss Jackie Cox. Jackie Cox. She just, I I got Snow White vibes from her. Well, I, I felt like it was like almost like a Dorothy from Wizard of Oz-esque look, but there was no there were no ruby slippers. Um, either way, like, I think it was a reference that neither of us were quite getting because I feel like she will do those kind of character looks. Speaking of Disney characters, out of drag, you thought she looked like I don't Milo, Milo from um the what was the underground Atlantis. The, a- Atlantis. I, I thought out out of drag, he looks like him. She was giving me young Woody Allen vibe. I thought you were gonna say young money. I'm like young money. <laughs> um, and yeah, she came in and oh, she also had um something written across her chest in Farsi. Jacqueline it was her name. That yeah, was it. But she said Jacqueline was her um, her evil twin. So the Jackie and Jacqueline. Mm. Um, so she's, you know, she's coming in there. She's wearing her influences, her influences and her culture on her sleeve. She's making reference to her Iranian heritage. Um, it comes across as funny, clever, eloquent. Uh, yes, well, quick-witted. Um, mm-hmm. she, when she met Willow, she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was yeah. like, oh, that was fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh okay. Come, come, <laughs> come through, Jackie. <laughs> Moving on to Miss Heidi in Closet mm. with her Xena. Yeah. And um, Jackie was quite quick to pick up on that. Mm, cultural appropriation, she was saying. <laughs> what um, did you think? Um, I, <laughs> Heidi's just charming she through is, and through. And she's just so adorable. Yeah. Like, um, she's like, my leprosy print, her pink leprosy, leprosy pink. Print. And I'm like, <laughs> 
<laughs> and it was it was Pink Tiger. <laughs> she's she's she's, she's going to be that girl. She's she, she that girl. She Leprosy Prin wouldn't be quite so pretty, I don't think. I, I mean, I liked her. She's SPF one hundred, sexy, professional, fierce, and I keeps it one hundred. <laughs> That's what she said. I keeps it one hundred. She's lovely and charming and like naturally funny and a little bit ditzy. She she got a little mal malappropriation in there as well. I can't remember what it was now, but I think she's somebody who's going to be a bit like you know Jocelyn Fox, and she's like, I'm going to be the black horse at this competition. Mm. Well, um, what does she say? Uh, watching the war dry, and then yeah. they're like, it's the paint. She goes, Oh, yeah, is that yeah, how yeah. it goes? That's it. I think is she's going to go? give us a few of those. Yeah. yeah, a bit kooky, but but adorable, lovely. adorable. Miss Gigi Good comes in wearing a glamorous Pirates of the Caribbean costume. I was getting. Do you remember Soul Calibur? The yes. fighting game, um, Ivy in that her player two oh. costume was very kind of like, you know, um, powerful lesbian of the high seas kind of look, and I was getting that. I wasn't any lesbian. I was not getting lesbian. Oh, just a powerful woman, Tom. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with being a powerful lesbian either. Tom, stop, stop it. Stop labeling her. Yes, we don't know how she identifies. She's not a jamja. Okay, <laughs> stop. Okay, powerful woman of the high seas who may or may not have a sword. What I love is that, like, first of all, she's she's one of the first queens who a lot of the queens are saying they already know from Instagram. So she's mm -hmm. Insta famous. Mm -hmm. And her mom makes her shiz. Which is lovely. And we picked up on that from the Meet the Queens. Yes. Didn't we? Her mum is her drag mum. Yes. Yeah. And she sews all her stuff. Mm. And I think they're going to try and... Um, uh, seed a little bit of a rivalry between her and Nikki, which was there from quite early on with Nikki being, oh, she's another fashion girl. I'm aware of her. Yeah, that's my well, French accent. That's always going. That's always going to be the case whenever there's someone else doing your thing. Mm -hmm. You know, like all the other dancers are going to acknowledge yeah. that all the other performers are going to acknowledge that you're a performer. So that's going to be the competition. And I think we actually start to see some of that rivalry mm -hmm. come out and play later on in the workroom, don't yeah, we? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Crystal Method. Last one to enter. She was uh, a Christmas tree <laughs> with crossed with a clown. Um, fun, giving us fun vibes, high energy. I'll tell you who she looks like out of drag. Um, Weird Al Yankovic. Who? Um, I think many of our listeners may not get that reference either, but he did a lot of like pop music parodies in the 80s. He, he did like a Michael Jackson and Madonna parody. He's still going to this day. Um, and he, if anybody remembers the Transformers movie from 1986, he did a song for that called Dare to be Stupid, which is really good, actually. Thank you. Yeah. But he had glasses and like a, a big kind of curly oh, mullet. Oh, mm, okay. I get yeah, it Yeah, you, you know now. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, those are all the girls that are coming. Now there's only <laughs> seven. And then we find out that, that now we find out that they're going to do a double premiere. Premiere? <laughs> I like it from the premiere. Sorry, the premiere. Oh, wow. So RuPaul comes in and she announces that it's going to be a two-person premiere. And the challenge is a fashion week challenge. And she wants to see all the fun and flavors of fashion in a spring and fall look. Mm. Now, for Ru those who don't know, fall is autumn. Ah, thank you so much. I thought yes. she meant literally. You looked a bit confused. I've... Literally like falling over is what no, I assumed yes. really. Ru was giving me kind of like pirate vibes as well. She had like a little sort of John Galliano kind of headscarf underneath her hat. Um, she, she was working some fashion. Well, it was like she was working in the kitchens. You know how they, they were the hair knit and then she just put her head over it. to the side. It was all very deliberate. That's, that's very reference to, um, like I see a lot of black women doing that. I, I think you thought she was wearing a weef. Oh, yeah. I was weave. like, is that a weef? Yeah. Is she wearing a weef? Was somebody trying to snatch her weef? <laughs> I would not snatch her weef. <laughs> I was never... 
If it's going to snatch them, it's weave. That's not a weave. So, should we get straight into the looks? Yes, looks like we don't really go regarding time. <laughs> we're, we're sprinting we're through this. We're just going through Why don't we take our away? time with this now? No. Let's just really soak up the fashion. No. We had some special guest stars here, didn't we? The, the wonderful... Iconic Raven. Oh, I, I don't guest, use that phrase lightly, but I think Raven is an iconic drag queen. The guest judges for the fashion. Mm-hmm. Was Ka- Raven... Well, Kimura was there. Kimura was there as Kim Kardashian with some guy they'd roped in to be Kanye West. Not Kanye West. Not, <laughs> I think that's his drag name. Maybe it's a drag king. Oh, really? That well, I don't cool. know. I, I, I assume. I would love a drag king to be on Drag Race. Should we once. say it? Just, just for the sake of RuPaul, should we just say it's a drag queen mm-hmm. and a king and she's starting to be a bit more inclusive of who she brings onto the show? Let's hope so. Yeah. Um, the last time they did this was season seven. Oh, they, they also did and, Spring and Fall. And then the Violet Chachki, <laughs> that's when she made her statement with yeah. that yeah. tartan reveal. When Violet Chachki invented reveals, you mean? Yes. Actually, no, Roxy Andrews invented reveals, didn't she? I got a tear away. Underneath hey. my tear away. <laughs> when my people are there. When my people are there. All right. So the, um, we're doing the, the runway and, and mm. it's a spring look and a fall look. Mm-hmm. Should we go through all of the queens? Yeah, just it was all, all the queens from spring and all the queens from fall. Let's do spring and fall together. Or do you want to compare the, the two yeah, looks together? Okay, so, so start off with Britta. Start off with the Britta. Now, Britta actually gave quite a lot of commentary with hers, and there was a strong watery theme because she was talking about kind of like the waterfall effect of all the chiffon and stuff with her first look. Mm. And the next one was kind of like an oil slick. Um, both silhouettes really similar, I thought. I yes, didn't, I, I didn't, agree. I felt like what she was serving me really was just like drag perfection, actually. I thought the gowns were gorgeous. I loved the big plumes of chiffon on the first dress and then she shed it and it was sleeker. Everything's beautifully fitted. Her padding is amazing. Um, I love that powder blue color. I love the oily kind of um, uh, like beetle shell, like a scarab shell sheen on the second dress. Mm. Um just beautiful. What did you think? Um, I just thought they were quite very similar silhouettes, but they were both stunning. Mm-hmm. They were both gorgeous. Her second look, the fall look, reminded me of like Ursula mm-hmm. because of the hair, because of, I guess, the way she painted and the top part before the oil inspiration yeah. looks very, very much like Ursula. Ursula's from the Little Mermaid. Ursula's kind of like a breast kind of her outfit there. So I thought she was giving fashion Ursula. I, I, my only you thing know. with the second one, I, I would have liked her to see two, wear two opera gloves, but it's a minor criticism. I didn't think it needed that. To, it's like her, her one arm looked oh. quite naked, I thought. Oh, I, I wasn't bothered because I feel like it's, it's a, a minor criticism. It's a, con- it's a contrast. The looks are a contrast. She knows how to beat her mug. She's gorgeous. Mm. All right. So, Nikki. So, so Nikki's Nikki's spring look, I wasn't very inspired by. If, I mean, I'm not a fashionista, but I I know what I like. Not. No, no, believe it or not, <laughs> but I know what I like. I I actually thought that the top kind of cardigan thing that she was wearing was quite ill-fitting, and it, it looked mm. quite baggy and loose, and it wasn't. It would have been more chic without that, I think. But the the whole, look, I think it was pretty. But for one, for a better word, for somebody with such high expectations as Nikki, it was a little bit basic. Mm. But it was very pretty. I loved the kind of the the violet lavender kind of appliques. Um, I do love. It was kind of like three D floral, wasn't it? Um, certainly very pretty and I actually I thought the, the best touch with that was the contrasting hair it was very like David Bowie red very like Aladdin insane mm. orange wasn't it I have to say that what I loved was her autumn look I loved that it was like 
Karl Lagerfeld, Back from the Dead. But, Very much Karl Lagerfeld. But crossed with Madonna from her Express Yourself video. And I love the monocle. I just, mm-hmm. I love the whole thing. I thought thing. that was a very Madonna reference, the monocle from, you know, Express Yourself. I mean, you said this when we were watching it. You're like, that's how it's done, Milan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, isn't... She's serving mansuit as a woman. Yes. Yeah. And that, that's exactly how it's done. Yeah. That is a high fashion I think perfection, tailored yeah. beautifully. It's just, it's stunning. That second look made up for the first look, I yep. think, because it was one of the best. So chic. Then Widow on Do. Now, you liked Widow's first look a lot better than I did. I, first of all, you have to know me. I love colors. I'm, yes. I'm you know, I love neon. These these colors just make me happy. Mm-hmm. Like even, even when I'm looking at art, like the yeah, gallery, galleries, yeah. like there's something about colors that just get, that evoke this emotion inside of me. So when she came out wearing all of that neon realness, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people think it's too much. I I loved it. I did think she looked like a, a Missy Elliott, like yeah. coming down with her head in the ponies. And I love Carson saying about the hoodie, the um. Worth it. Let me. I put my thing down, zip it, and reverse it. How she did that with it. So I did. You know, one thing that I'm finding with Widow Von Duga moving on is that she is. She knows that she's a big girl, mm. and she's not. She, she. I think she makes a lot of references to like you know all these skinny bitches wearing all hardly anything, and mm. she's. She shows when I look at her looks, I I see comfort. What I see when I see widows, yeah, I guess, I guess comfort. She could certainly move in them, as we'll come to later, mm. and maybe that's her biggest priority. Actually, can I move in this outfit? But um, she layers a lot, um, and she goes for volume. Um, I think she made reference to it in the Meet the Queens, and she said, "Like I actually like to make myself look even bigger and just like celebrate every curve and swerve." And she certainly does that. Very little of what she's worn this episode has been very figure hugging. She's actually no, added, actually, you're right, you're right. Yeah. They, they've actually been quite yeah. She's added more volume to her her shoulders and breasts and her her hips and her bum, and. Yeah, I, I like the colors and stuff are fun. I, it appeals more to your sensibility than mine. Well, I, um, I just, I just, she's not a big girl trying to look skinny. I mean, she was even wearing really bright colors in like her second look in Meet the Queens, but they were often very clashing. It was like um, Muppet purple with, with neon orange. And so her second look, actually, this was very muted color wise. It was beige. And again, lots, lots of volume because she had the overskirt, which was huge and voluminous, plus a peplum, which she whipped off the overskirt, didn't she? But she, I mean, she the had peplum. the pants. And so, I mean, yeah, her, her, this is actually quite lovely fitted. This is one of the, you know, more fitted things that she wore, but still yeah. like the, the peplum created volume and gave her hips and shape. Yeah, it is. It is basic. I loved her hair in this look. The sort of um, celebration of beautiful um, Afro curls um, in a kind of caramel color. Mm. Mm. I mean, I prefer her her first look. Yeah, because it's it's color it's colorful, and yeah. I like it. She she just looks like she's uh, as there's about to close, and she's just made it in last minute <laughs> to pick up a bottle of wine. Don't you think it's basically a trick? So you know, she's just going down. Oh, I know you're closing. I'm just going to get some wine, please. And I, just, I feel like she's doing that kind of... That she's kind of heading, heading out to a rave afterwards. Yeah, and, she, and then she's hosting a club mm. down at Superstar. I mean, you, you <laughs> never know. Let's get a Jackie, Jackie Cox. Now, Jackie clearly loves the 60s. And yes. I think every single look that Jackie served this episode 
um, was a 60s look almost. Nearly every one that I could think, apart from maybe the performance look. Mm. Um, she she loves her her kind of big, boofy 60s hair. Um, the first look was kind of a shift dress, wasn't it? Like a like a go go dancer. Yes, it's very very like if you've seen online, um, mm. Bob Foss. Bob mm-hmm. Foss does the um the Fossey the uh the rich man's frog, and it's a very very sixties. And it was um Beyonce took inspiration for Get Me Bodied. Mm. Did you you know Get Me Body Get Me Body I don't know that get one. Get Me Body. She, you know that one, the clip. She, like, who is she? Who like, is she? Like who I'm, is she? Like, who is she? I like who? I'm being told. You know that one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Beyonce. It's Beyonce. So, um, yeah, Beyonce took inspiration from the rich man's frog, and she looks like the lead dance, one of the lead dancers in okay. there as this girl who was his his muse, and yeah. that's where you get all that kind of like this. You can't see me, but you know, I'm showing you. I, Tom, I know what you're doing. Like, it's almost just, like uh, the kind of like monkey arms. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. How I, I'd call but I, I, that's what I. When I saw actually. her in that look, I was immediately taken to Fosse. Yeah. In in the rich man's frog uh-huh. and the lead dancer. Okay. I'll show you later. You'll you'll understand. And the 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 second look was kind of like the first lady's rich mum. I thought, you know, she was like again in the sixties, but rich lady about town. And I was trying to think who she looked like, and I guess I don't know many. There's that. <laughs> I want to say Patsy Stone, but it's not Patsy Stone because she's from Abfab. But there's there's another Pauline Stone. There's a model from the '60s called Pauline Stone, and I guess she was reminding me a bit of her with, um, you know, just a, a job. Um, first look, mm. go go girl. Second look, rich lady on the go. All right. What about Heidi in closet? Heidi. So her first look was lovely with the reveal. Oh my god! Like again, like everyone here knows that I love colors. Yeah. I love that look. It's, it's, it's very genie. It was a pastel psychedelia, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, genie it was acid. an acid trip. Yeah. Yes, I loved it. I got that Arabian vibe as well with the veil and the veil. It was almost like a high pony, wasn't it? That had kind of been turned into a veil. Um, but I think it's more of a headpiece. Oh no, but yeah, but like it gave it to me. It put me in mind of a high pony, but it was a headpiece, obviously. Mm. Um, and oh yes, 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 yes. But then what happened? Oh god, so she's walking back um, on the runway, yeah. and the headpiece falls off. And oh. you know, <laughs> and I was laughing because she's like, my headpiece fell off, and you can see my civil rights here. Oh, she was adorable, <laughs> wasn't she? She just rolled with it. She kept going. She was a trooper. And the civil rights here. <laughs> Oh, free at last! Free at last! I loved it. I thought. I thought. I mean, that probably is one of my favorite looks, because because of the color. And I just liked how she she rolled yeah. with it. Like but she made a mistake, and was that florals? Yeah. Florals in spring, groundbreaking. <laughs> but and then the second look, I thought like really interesting, kind of autumnal print with yes. the panniers and the swooshed hair. She looks like. An autumn palette of Zarina. Yes. The Pokemon. Don't you, that silhouette's very Zarina. We've been playing a lot of Pokemon so lately. There might be a few Pokemon references yeah, in here. But that's what I thought. I'm like, what's it? The Zarina silhouette. Zarina's got her hips with, and her boots. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I, I saw that silhouette and then I love the colors. You know what? Hiding closet from, from when she was um, talking about, you know, I took out a loan and all mm-hmm. that. I. And I instantly drew, we instantly drew comparisons with Chi Chi Devane because yeah. of they got that Southern charm. So I thought that she was going to bring something quite hodgepodge. I am very surprised at the, what I feel is, it's, it's, it was quite excellent. I liked her, like, I don't think you could describe her fashion looks as kind of like 
chic but they were fun they were like high drag and they there was a, a, a drama and a performance element to them i, I loved them i did I, yeah. I really she really surprised me and i love her mm-hmm. i love her for that um who was next Gigi. Gigi good so Gigi's oh, first look wow. was like penelope pit stop is this the um speed racer oh my oh. yeah everyone just like she was like penelope pit stop crossword princess peach and mario kart um, yeah, and, yes. and put on just like this amazing pastel uh, jumpsuit and off pastels? she goes <laughs> I, what was it I uh, can forgive you for it but uh, Debbie really pastels pastels it's Adam's family values it's beautiful it's just it's like someone mounted all the crayon colours mm. and then dipped dipped that suit in it and brought it out and then oh. I love a pastel you love a bright don't you and that kind of Brings a bit of both. It shows both. Yeah. I mean, her mom is amazing. What does a mom do? She's a um, she's a she's a theatre costume designer. Oh. Yeah, and she so must have been so happy when she found out her son was gay. She's like, "Yes, I want to make you everything you want. <laughs> I've got so many ideas. I want to give you this." I bet, <laughs> I bet, like, she came out and then she was like, "Do you want to be a drag queen? Yeah, I'll make you everything." Yeah. Give it a go, son. Give it a go. You know, you never know. Look, I've, I've made something just in case. You know, just, just in case you might be one. I've, I've made a few things for you to try on. Uh, and then her second one was Equestrian. Again, give me Madonna vibes. A little bit erotica with the BDSM vibe. It was, it was very BDSM. No, I was just wondering, like... Their, her, her relationship with her mom must be yeah, so close. Like the mom's making her BDSM yeah, kind of... Equestrian. I, mean, I can't even... I, wow yeah but it also had that you um, white people are weird i don't understand you guys uh, but i could is, never this how pull all our relationships are with our mothers <laughs> i could never even say those letters some of the stuff my mother makes me <laughs> you know where do you think those assless chaps came from um <laughs> she was reminding me of madonna in the opening act of the confessions tour as well when she went for her own dominatrix equestrian look also Little, well, obviously she wasn't inspired by her, but we've seen another quite similar but pastel coloured question look in the last season of Drag Race, the UK one, with um, uh, Davina De Campo. Do you know one thing that I have to say? I know she's a fashion queen. She can paint. She can. She can. Apparently, she can also sew. She she did yeah, say she that. She said her mum taught. But her. her face is very masculine. Do you know I, what? I, like like I can I can easily see boy mm-hmm. in her in her face, and I. I mean, it's, uh, not that it's a problem. That's not a bad thing. I, I can just say that I can, looking at all her, all her, all her photos, I can see boy. In terms of her bone structure, she's got a strong brow and a strong jaw, and I actually like the look that she brings with it. And she's got really big eyes and a big mouth as well. So I think she's kind of limited, actually. I think with what she can do with her makeup. I think she's stunning. I'm just saying that her, her face con- is if quite If she contoured masculine. really heavily, it'd kind of like bleed into her features and make her, her face look really kind of like messy and closed, I think. Uh, I, I'd she- say keep it. I'd, I'd say keep keep that element of, of androgyny. Lovely. Yeah. Love it. I mean, it's, mm. it's, it is very handsome. Can very stop, handsome can face. You stop attacking her, please? <laughs> Um, Chris- let's see, Crystal Method. Crystal, I really like this um, this first Which, look. What was the first look? Let me just have a quick look the here. The big purple hair. It was a bit, it was very, uh, I felt like it was very 80s giant neon hair, quite jamming the holograms, quite strawberry switchblade. Yeah. I mean, um, I just, yeah. And she had those those ears um, that were doing the rounds not that, long. But that wig, look at that wig. I'm, I, I that's just, one of my favourite wigs really, I've ever seen. Really? I thought their wig is from Sahara. It is thirsty. Oh, yeah, but it's big. It's thirsty, but it's big. And I love the, 
the kind of bunny ears and the print. The the color palette was fun. Oh, the color the, yeah. the color palette is beautiful. I think she is. She's very. Um, she's fun. She's fun. She's yeah. very very like yeah. I'm here. I'm having she's, fun. She's having a good a, time. Yeah. She's, quite, she's got good vibes. She's got a joyful spirit, hasn't yes. she? And her second look. Her second look is whoa. Uh, yeah, it was cool, that was really good. It? And she makes her own stuff. So props to you. Mm. Props to you for that. I mean, it's. Do you know what I thought particularly in this Freddy Krueger look was? It struck me how her lips remind me of Lee Bowery. Lee Bowery often had that kind of like highly exaggerated smiling lip. Okay, um, so, so, so it kind Joker. of like Lee Bowery did um, did Freddy Krueger. Do you know what she was missing? Am I misremembering this? But did she have the the blade glove for Freddy? The the blade glove. Well, Freddy's weapon of choice is a is like a dagger glove, isn't so, it? So what you need to know about me is that I don't like scary movies. Yeah. So I I don't know. I have not watched. I love how you're saying like, oh, I love this Freddy Krueger look. When actual Freddy Krueger, you I, I would never. You wouldn't even look it. at him. No, I, I would never watch it. I I haven't even seen Hunchback of Notre Dame because it looked too scary and because of the 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 bells. They scare uh, me as yeah, well. Yeah, you don't like bells. So do I, you, I don't like. Bell. I don't know anything that takes yeah. me away from my my colourful fantasy. Um, give you a Disney okay. film. And yes, you and I'm happy. fine. And I'm a, I'm a happy boy. <laughs> give you Disney film and a juice box, and you're happy. Yeah, I love the patch. I like how she used pencil pieces together to give mm-hmm. her that 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 look. It was inventive. Um, it was fun. Clever. Amazing. So those are all the looks that we've got so far from the challenge. Who was your favourite? Um, Who was your favourite I hadn't look? even thought of that. Can you say yours first while well, I think? Okay, we've got favourite spring and then favourite um, fall. Okay. My favourite spring is between Heidi and Closet because mm-hmm. I just I just love that colour. I and, um, and Gigi Good. I think mine's between Crystal and Gigi. It might not be to everybody's taste, but I really like that look from Crystal. Yeah. Well, those are my top um, two. We'll give top twos, yeah? Yeah. Okay. And your top two for four? Oh, Britta so pretty as well, actually. You, no, only two. Only two. Give me two. Britta and Crystal. Britta and Crystal. Yeah. Okay, cool. And for your autumn slash fall look, your favorites? Um, oh, so hard. So hard. Oh, Gigi. I love that super chic uh, equestrian look. BDSM. BDSM. And, ooh. Oh, Nikki. Nikki Doll. Again, so chic, so sleek. Mine will be between uh, Jackie Cox mm-hmm. and Nikki Dole. Okay. Yes. Yes. Th- those, those, those are my two faves. Mm-hmm. Those are my two faves. Now, so the main stage challenge is that they have to do this week a rap. Mm-hmm. To I'm their I, I, I'm their bitch I, I'm their bitch. So they have to come one, up with it? the rap, and they also have to come up with the choreography for it's it. Actually, really rushed, isn't it? They don't get much time to do it, do they? Because they like had this been a more you know, if the whole episode had been, I guess, had the mini challenge not been so long, um, then we would have seen them in the recording studio, you know, laying down their tracks, yes. more time writing, that mm. kind of thing. But we didn't get to see any of that. It was basically a quick writing session, then onto the choreography. They put a lot into this episode, I feel. They put a lot. And, mm. and that's a big thing, coming up with lyrics, memorizing the lyrics, doing it to the choreography, and then performing it the next day. I don't know how how long they had, yeah. but it does seem like a lot. And it, and it is, it's a pressure cooker, this challenge, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm going into, I want to... I'm looking at relationships quickly before we get, we get into the actual performance. Hmm. So I was I was there's a moment that happens between Britta and Widow, yeah, and which I feel like I don't know. I think Britta, I felt Britta was a bit um, 
She was instigating a, t- a tiny bit because Widow's mm. there showing her confidence, saying that, oh, this, this is like my ad, this, it's a rap challenge, it's what I do. Yeah. And then Britta, what does Britta say? She goes, um, that's what you do. But a, I, it, let's hope you do it well. No, she'll she say something along the lines of like, she goes, I, I write and I perform. She goes, oh, so I can't think of it. Oh, I'll add an I audio think, track, but think, it's basically mm. along the lines of what I saying, this is up my alley, this is my gig, this is what I do. And Britta's saying, yeah, but are you good at it? Because yeah. there's a difference between um, writing and then actually performing it. And it could have been funny, but I felt like Britta t- took it to mm. a non-funny place by not laughing and actually yeah. saying it. And then um, Widow goes, well, are, are, are you good at it? She goes, well, I went to school for music theatre. Mm. And then she's like, well, don't come for me because yeah. I've been on Broadway national tours. Now, this the reason I want to bring this up is because, first of all, we've seen two strong performers. Like we said in the beginning, how mm. Nikki and Gigi are going to obviously find competition with each other yeah i'm seeing that widow's a performer and then um who was it britta is also known as performer she defined herself as a performance queen different styles though definitely but performance nonetheless yeah yes so i felt like that was the first like like like, going forward and i felt like mm -hmm. britta instigated that and i think this relationship plays off during the show Uh uh-huh yes i think um Britta might have come into the competition expecting to kind of steamroller it a little bit because she's clearly very talented, like almost in a Bianca Del Rio-esque kind of fashion. And I think she's quite a well-known name, Britta. I'd certainly heard of her before her being cast. And I think she's keen to let the other girls know it. And if anybody sort of questions her credentials, I think she's going to snap back a little bit. Um, and, but also, kind I of, think, you know, there's going to be a bit of just kind of like drag queens, drag queen, having right. fun, throwing shade, being bitchy. And we love that. Yeah, well, well, that's what I, well, that's the first thing I picked up was that. So yeah. <clears throat> she's like, well, don't cover me. I've done Broadway national tours. Cool. I, I heard that. I locked it. I said in my memory, what I thought was, okay, this girl's good. Yeah. She, she went to school for music theater. She does commercials. She does TV. She performs. She hosts. And she does tours. So she's a professional 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 that's a bit late you're a bit late <laughs> I'm there sorry you need I to be on it be on it be on it so then um so now they're looking at choreographers aren't mm. they they're looking yes. for who's gonna choreo- choreograph this so widow and heidi puts up their hands because they're both dancers mm-hmm. great one thing is that if you nominate me for example if mm. you nominate anyone as the choreographer you you accept that you're now a student you're now a dancer mm-hmm. you're the creatives in them give them ideas if you want to but if, if not asked or Shut the hell up. Yeah. Too much. So what we see, the, the downfall of this whole practice run through is that they initially give the reins over to Widow and Heidi. Mm-hmm. And then everyone just starts adding in a lot of their two cents. There's quite a fun edit where literally everybody's shouting and talking over each other like, um, and everybody's just like chucking in their, their two pence worth really, aren't they? Mm. Um and you can see Widow in particular is mounting frustration because she seems to be getting criticised for her moves being like a bit, a bit basic, a bit repetitive. And I think I think you do again see Britta um, try and take charge a bit and make her stamp and just make her presence known. Um, and then there's a lot of chatter from there, isn't there? Yes. Um, and then Widow, like she, there seems to be this process where Vid- Widow's like, hmm, this isn't going well. Um, I'm not able to assert my authority here. And also I'm getting criticized a little bit for this choreography. 
I'm not having my name attached to this. I'm going to bow out. And and I think one of the the smartest things that Widow did, and I applaud her for it, is that she actually took herself out of it. She's like, okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. I'm I'm out. And whatever you give me from here on, I'm going to slay it. And she, she she's there. She goes, oh, cool. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. That's fine. It's, it's, it's frustrating trying to choreograph or trying to come up with something creatively when people are trying to put their two scenes and always kind of disrupting your own flow. Mm. Like, how am I supposed to get my flow in here when you guys are always throwing things? I'm trying to figure it out as well. I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure out what we're doing. On my own. And yeah. you guys are always asking chop changes. Don't like this. What about this? Can we do something else? Can you? I want to say, can you just shut up? <laughs> Let me come up with a skeleton of it. Yeah. Then I will look at what you are all saying. Yeah. And then maybe I can add it to it. But like when you're trying to come up with it, like you really need to just sh- sh- silence. Sh- maybe you should have been there to take the reins. I, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking from Widow's perspective. I'm 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 putting myself in her her spot. Yeah, and I would have done the exact same thing. If people are, if people think they're doing better, people aren't appreciating it. I'm taking myself out of it because mm-hmm. I know I'm good. I I I'm a dancer. Uh-huh. I'm a performer. I'll be fine. You guys are the one that need the help. So I mean that's it. So I would have allowed someone else to take over from that if that was going on. As Heidi did. As Heidi, and but you know what was bad is that because when when Widow took herself out, yeah, um, Britta was like. Widow uh, was like, "Well, I feel like no one's listening." And Britta, Britta said um, to Heidi, "Well, why don't you do it? Because you're already coming up with good things." Which was kind of a it was a read. It was a read to it was a read to Widow. So yeah. I felt like Britta, you know, just because I put a smile on my face, just because my energy is warm, yeah. she I feel like she's saying things um, that are quite shady, hiding behind a nice facade. And I don't know that that's me coming at her, com- coming for her because she's Tongan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's my Samoan, <laughs> my Maui side coming in and trying to like read the bitch, but like I, that's what I'm seeing. I feel like she's being quite passive, shady. Yeah. She's being very passive, shady. Oh no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. She was undermining Widow. But you know what else I don't like? Mm. I'm, I'm more amped up. Was what else? I don't like is that she's the one giving all these ideas saying I don't like this and then she's the one saying oh I, I can't do that I can't twerk I'm but you're the same person. Yeah. You're the same bitch that sit in the workroom. That you did Broadway national tours. That, that you're a performer. That I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. There's a disconnect here because you're showing a lot of struggling. And all the other girls were saying that you know, Britta's actually got a good reputation for being a good performer, good move, and uh, she's not being seen in the best light here. Yeah. Like she's at the moment. What I'm seeing is she's talking a big game, but she's not bringing it to the table. But yeah. she's still got a big mouth. Like, how are you that confident? When you're not even the best dancer, we're not even the best groover. Like, I, you're I think the, you're the person that needs to be silent drag in this race moment. Is also a pressure cooker, though, isn't it? She might be used to more rehearsal time, more preparation, that kind of thing. Maybe she's a bit of a perfectionist and doesn't adapt well to the the kind of more haphazard, like you've got two hours to sort this out kind of approach in drag race. Yeah, mm. well, well, probably, but all the girls are under that same pressure. Oh, yeah. And it's funny to see how some people react to that, that kind of pressure. So that's that's what I wanted to bring up relationship-wise. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the actual rap challenge. There's a couple of, like, just quickly, a couple of, like, quite interesting workroom topics, I thought. Oh, go the, on then. The talk specifically, I mean, poor Heidi went to the, uh, went to A&E with her allergic reaction. Because of kale. Because of kale. And I've I've tried to tell people that <laughs> kale, um, cauliflower, broccoli, everything, that's bad. Brassicas in general, they yes. kill. <laughs> so stop it. Yes. Stop it. Yes. 
Um, and yeah, um, I think Nikki and uh, Jackie have a particularly good chat about um, more than intolerance, out and out oppression, uh, abuse, and murder of gay people in um, in some uh, Middle Eastern and North African countries. Um, obviously, um, Jackie is of Iranian descent. And she says that it's illegal to be gay in Iran. I remember actually um, seeing a bit of a documentary about um, gay people in Iran and how, um, interestingly, it was acceptable to be transgender, uh, but not to be gay. And mm. so some pe- some gay people who did not identify as, as transgender would feel compelled to um, transition just to be with the person that they loved, um, which is a bizarre and nightmarish situation. Oh, um, How do you decide which one's going to be transgender? Because wow. trans and gay is very different. Of course, of course, yeah. But like, imagine living in um, a you know fundamentalist mm. um, totalitarian regime, and your only chance at love would be—I don't know—it sounds nightmarish to me. Um, and also, um, Nikki has some very good insight into that as well, having grown up in Morocco. Um, uh, with similar sort of fundamentalist values, perhaps to Iran, and she felt that she could only progress to being herself when she moved to France, and that's when she was able to explore her sexuality and her love of drag as well. Mm. Um, I think um, we might get some some really good teaching moments from these two as the uh, season goes on, and the, you know they do help us to realise that even though countries like the uk and the us aren't perfect in terms of um equal rights for gay people at least people can be gay freely i think that's really important really poignant i do do hope that um britta comes up with some of the tongan culture yeah and what it's like within the polynesian community yeah being gay because of it is yeah it's um it it's got its own history and it's got its own story and i really do hope that she brings that to the surface do tongan people have the equivalent of fafafine i don't really know Mm. the tongan um Maybe our fans in Tonga can get in touch. I don't think. <laughs> um, okay, let's get into the actual um, main stage challenge, the rap battle, the I'm yeah. that bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. What we can do is, I don't want to talk about every queen. I want to talk about the best and the worst moments of it. Now, some of the, I mean, you can tell that there was a... Um, a struggle with uh, choreography because it was basic.com. But um, <laughs> it was. Like, there was one move they were doing with that clap. I was like, what the hell are they doing I, I found it highly complex and intricate, frankly. <laughs> um, I just, I feel, I feel like they should have done, like, an Adore Delano. Like, you know, like, that rap's about the feel. Yeah, yeah. motherfucker, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not, uh, 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 that's not. I don't know what that is. I don't want to be NSYNC. I want to yeah. be salt and pepper. I, that's what I really wish they, they mm. kind of just did there. And it's about the feel it really is about the feel i'm that bitch it's i I thought they could have served attitude and it didn't have to be pose pose choreography choreography Mm. um my you know what she got critiqued heavily by the judges but i want to say that i really did like um nikki doll's verse i felt like she sung it like you know she had like a rihanna-esque tone to me like nonchalant there was was a beautiful auto-tune editing on her voice which i thought was quite beautiful she was cool and nonchalant in her delivery as you'd expect from the image she's portrayed thus far Mm. um heidi was a real standout to me holy 
flipping hell. Holy mackerel. She, on one hour sleep, she got all of it oh. in there. Maybe, yeah. maybe she was actually allergic, allergic reactions, and she's she's bloody. She <laughs> maybe put none... coronavirus all over the dance floor. She was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe none of it was actually choreography. She was just delirious. And oh my... that was her expression. She of was doing like she was like on the floor. She was doing like headstands. She was doing like front flips. She was doing like oh, I was. She was really, really fun, really, really good. Um, uh, yes, upside down, all round. She was a killer. Do you know? And we have to talk about the standout. The standout. Yes, was Widow Von Do. She, she, um, I was like, I was screaming, I was gagging, I was like, I was, I was standing up, like cheering her on, like I wanted to tip the television, yeah. I wanted to throw my money at her. Yep. She, she will bankrupt me with that performance. <laughs> she will bankrupt me, and I don't have much money either, so <laughs> it won't take much, a few dollars. She was, uh, she came in and did the splits. She was like, bam, right, I'm here, yeah, right bam, from the outside, bam, I'm here, and like her face was already like rapping and looking at the judges. Mm. She, she was starting on it. She then went to the camera, started performing to the camera, so she was looking right at you. Mm. Then she did that damn back thing. Oh, wow. The back I was bang. like, oh my God. Oh, wow. She was fantastic. And like, how so- amazing to see such a big girl move so yeah. great. It's always exhilarating, isn't it? Yes. Um, and such a fun surprise after the difficulty of. I think she just like cut her losses and she was like, do you know what? I'm not going to choreograph these bitches. I'm saving it all for myself. Well, I think she. I know. I. I don't. I think she she really genuinely did want to help. I I think she genuinely wanted to help with the choreography. I but I felt really... like she was like, you know what? It's it's all for. It's, I'm just gonna focus on yeah, me. I'm exactly. gonna do me. When and she, she met, did, when she met the resistance, she was like, fine, you'll you'll see how I roll. I I thought that was a statement. I yeah. felt like her performance was a statement to the other girls because the minute she came on. She was that bitch. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm that bitch by Widow Von Du. She yeah. would have done, did the damn thing. She was amazing. Oh, I could watch her do that. That back bend. Yeah. What was? Holy. It was oh, fantastic. And it was the, oh, she, ah. Oh. The other girls, do you know what I thought? There was no like massive weak link. I, I don't thought, remember any other girls because of a, she shut it down for me, but go on. I think like everybody else had their strength and no, I didn't look at anybody and think, God, you're struggling. There was no like pheromone style white girl dancing with the... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love. It's, it's crazy, crazy, right? right? <laughs> never even had a man love me, right? <laughs> and that, that awkward, sort of like, I don't even know how to do it. Myoclonic dancing. <laughs> like, uh, um, uh. I mean, Britta, like, she gave good attitude, but her lip sync was off at one point. Yes. She lost her words, which they didn't pick up on. Well, they didn't choose to pick up on. Crystal what? was sort of, like, kooky and cheerful and doing her own thing. She was, like, the other one. She didn't really fit in with what the others were serving, really. If there was a bottom, it would have been Crystal. And my, I think it would have been, yeah, really. Crystal would have been in the bottom. Yeah, uh, Gigi um, came across as like smart and funny, and her rap I was quite memorable for me. Like the stuttering mm. and the way she came in with the kind of like um, what was it like? Hello, Miss Good. Oh yes, fun. hello, yeah. this because something really for thirds. I yeah. think yeah, she had a good rhythm. She was like, "Good morning, campers." Hello, Miss Good. It was fun. It was fun. Um, We've already mentioned Heidi was amazing. And Jackie, Jackie was smart because she played to her funny. Uh, I mean, to, to be, I know they loved her. I didn't, I don't remember her. I, I was kind of expecting the first time I watched it for, for Jackie to be in the bottom and for them to be like, didn't really kind of like fulfill the brief, but she, she was funny and she I was found smart. Nikki, I found Nikki much more appealing than mm. watching Jackie. And I think that she's, 
they keep saying that she's smart. She's all there. How, how do you? I, I, I did. I didn't see it. Oh, her verse was funny. Eh. Yeah. Eh. Eh. <laughs> and she also like uh, laid out her store and like um, compared herself to like her her comedy favorites and things, didn't she? Mm. Anyway. Um, show onto the runway. Do we need to talk about the runway? Yeah, let's touch on it. I, mean, I think it was a bit of a generic theme, sparkle. I mean, every drag queen can bring something sparkly. Uh, I don't want to, Tom. I what? want to. Nah. nah. can't not mention it. I'm joking. Let's look at the runway. So the, <laughs> the what was it? The um, theme for the sparkle. runway was sparkle. I think that's a bit generic, but fine. Sparkle. So Britta, I thought she looked like a beautiful ice dancer. Again, like... Oh, she looked stunning. Yeah. Her, I mean, she knows her body. She knows her shape. And she knows what looks good. And she knows mm. how to paint. She had that gorgeous She's peplum. Stunning. Um, the head wrap. She has lovely details. Yes. Um, and her body was cinched and gorgeous. She was lovely. So pretty. Crystal reminded me of... Do you remember Powerpuff Girls? Yes. Do you remember their enemy? Oh. Him. What was his name? What was his name? His name was him. He was, yeah, okay. I see it now that you yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah. I see it. I see it. Just like femme Satan. Um, so I really liked her look, actually. Um, fun and cartoonish, swinging that tail around. Um, Gigi looked beautiful. Um, oh, that was so good, I mean, Gigi. I, lo- I love peppermint green at the best of times, but it's that fun contrast between the um, sparkly... Um, suit and the kind of well the latex shirt which um, I saw Kim Kardashian wearing something like that recently I think it's from well I think Balmain are doing them I don't know if I'm even saying that right Balmain Balmain no 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 it's, um, it's, it's Balmain Balmain um, they did because um, she was seen parading around in like custom latex top to toe but like this kind of like latex turtleneck in particular is what reminded me of her her look is amazing yeah um, Heidi, I thought like lovely pageant gown, a bit dream girls. Yes, yeah. very dream girls. Mm-hmm. I I know that Nicki Minaj said this. She goes, "I hate, hate, hate your hair and makeup. Your hair and makeup." I thought that was really non-constructive feedback. You know what? Maybe she did go and explain it. No, maybe she didn't because in the end, she untucked. did untucked. Oh, okay. Mm. But even so, I thought that was that was. I think. Nikki's there being a bad bitch, like, but I think she could have been a bit more constructive in what she said. I think saying you hate, hate, hate somebody's hair and makeup isn't very... I mean, it's good TV, I guess, isn't it? Um, but I did too. Uh, she was just a bit washed out. She just needed yeah. a bit more depth in it. Her and, her makeup was bad. Her wig was like... you. I think I could even see her 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 civil rights here. <sighs> Unfortunately, yeah. It so, wasn't laid properly at the front. And, and, and the untucked when she's like, what don't you like about my face i think i think as you know obviously it hit a nerve because yeah. it wasn't her face that she made reference to she was, it was your makeup yeah. and it was your hair but, and it's funny that she's like i'm spf sassy professional there was no you know that was not professional yeah. <laughs> but she really came in she's got a t-shirt out already spf 100 she's got her own foundation spf 100 <laughs> she came in there with that damn thing really there was something about the kind of like the color matching i think and looking a bit washed out under the lights but still mm. she's Gorgeous, pretty girl. Yes, it was, um, it was stunning. I, I do think that the wig needed to be laid a bit better. But. It reminds me of um, who whose look was it? Kennedy Davenport's, like you yeah. know, they crystallized. I was crystallized. Do you remember? Do you remember how they that. did it again in All Stars? Yeah. And she did the whole white 
yeah, crystals yeah, all yeah. over. I, I it reminded that. me I of that. Because she had the jewels and the hairline and mm. stuff. Yeah. Who's next? We've got Jackie. Now, the other like big point of reference, I think, for, for Jackie is um, Jackie Onassis Kennedy. Um, but yeah, and they kind of said it on the runway. It's like as if Jackie Onassis Kennedy was in uh, Valley of the Dolls. Um, again, 60s plus plus plus. I think, you know, Jackie O is a big source of um, inspiration for her. Uh, gorgeous. They criticised her for a five o'clock shadow coming through, but she, she'd she been in paint for 12 hours by that point. That's not an excuse. I'm sorry. I, don't, I, I wouldn't accept that. I saw a clip where she said that Nikki helped her to colour correct. Afterwards, she gave her some advice on how to colour correct better. So um, hopefully, um, I think they, they put huge amounts of art. You've got to, well, I'm not a makeup artist. I always say this. But to cancel out the 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 grey blue of, of a dark beard you've got to put a load of orange over it well you see it all the time in the runway don't you you see mm. the whole um the, that colour that orange thing that they put over the beard area it, I think yeah. Willem could have benefited from well, that Willem, as well Willem was barely wearing foundation remember <laughs> Sharon said like you, you've got to stop buying these expensive designer makeups and just get some pancake mix like the rest of us yeah um Nikki I love Nikki's look very pop diva also reminded me of Morgan McMichaels. Yes, um, she she wore that beautiful feather thing that I think I inspired because I wore yes, something yes. very similar, did, yes. didn't I, Tom? Yes. You've seen that, which I helped. I helped to highlight. Yes, color, we um, put colors on it, but I I really feel like I've definitely had some kind of inspiration in that in that aesthetic. Nikki's so. clearly following your Instagram. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, Where's my mention? Do you want to send her a cease and desist now? Or? <laughs> um, I, I thought she looked beautiful. I thought yeah. she looked elegant. Yeah. I just, yeah. I think we're going to see this kind of like short blonde hair from her quite often. It's quite like, always reminds me of like uh, Brigitte Nielsen or the lead singer of Roxette. She always had like cropped um, platinum hair, didn't she? I do like her. I do like her in blonde and white hair. Mm, yeah. Who else? Her makeup was better on the runway than it was during the entrance. She'd figured it out with the lighting and stuff, I think. Very quick. Very quick. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one we got to look at is v- Vodavondu. Vodavondu. And it's really, really good because you said earlier that she wears things to make her even look bigger. Yeah. That she did that. Yeah. yeah she wore that... Jetsons yeah, futuristic very, space suit outfit. Yeah. Cartoon um, futuristic, wasn't it? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what her aesthetic is. I don't know what her aesthetic is because they've all been so very different. So I don't know mm. what her style I is. I can definitely see a theme. I think it's what is the theme? volume and bright colours. That's what she loves. She wore beige. Apart from the beige. and, and She wore black in the entrance. Okay, everything else is volume and black colors it's only 50 percent it's only 50 percent no it, it's actually 50 percent 40 percent because she wore five looks including the the outfit she wore in the challenge oh which i loved as well there you go okay cool i, I, st- I stand corrected i want to edit that out so that i sound right you know that yeah i got the control here don't don't don't, don't act like you got a say in anything <laughs> There's a lot uh, of looks for the girls this episode. They worked hard. They've used up half their wardrobe already. Th- there was a lot to put in. Um, mm. And I'm actually quite proud of us. We've kept it under an hour so far. We- we're going to go a bit over, but There's who cares? People, people listening to us, they can listen to us for days. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. Get into all of this podcast. That's with three A's, eight O's, four L's. All. Under Y. All yeah. of this. Okay. So... Um, I'm going to get straight to the lip sync. The top two was GG Good versus Widow Vandu, which I disagree. Rue was funny and on form in the judging critiques this time. 
She had a lot of really good jokes. She was. I enjoyed her. I actually think that Nicki Minaj also was an amazing judge. I want to put that out there. Besides mm. that little that, that thing that she Heidi. said to Heidi, yeah. I think she was really good, very encouraging, telling yeah. the you know with their reps, which she can do. She was giving them really, really good feedback. All, all in all, yeah. The Heidi thing aside, yeah, she was a good judge. She was yeah. involved and she was fun and she gave constructive critiques. So, yeah, props to Nikki. I think Nikki should come back. Mm-hmm. Um, the top two, as, as I said before you interrupted me, was Widavondu and um, Gigi Good. But I actually think I actually wanted Heidi and Closet to, to be in the Absolutely. top. Absolutely. Because agree. those two are amazing dancers. This would have been the lip sync com like always whenever yeah. there's a lip sync assassin mm-hmm. they're always assassining someone else that's not on their level yeah you are not, not on my, my level. level you are not you will never be on my level do you even know Gianni Versace so you know every, every other lip sync that we that we remember um Trinity versus some so and so like the last the only other time where there's been two amazing dancers was Coco versus Alyssa in my opinion well Coco wasn't even a dancer she was just an amazing lip syncer wasn't she I say just the one of the best we've ever seen. And she was a good dancer. Then, then, then you're, you're the, the performance. You're the performance expert here, but yeah. like, I, then stop talking. <laughs> yeah, just leave it. It's, it's like, okay. did we ever get a Kennedy versus Chi Chi? No, no. So that was the only time we actually got two amazing lip sync artists going against each other. Every other lip sync that that's memorable, I feel, has there's always been one strong one and then one average. Well, with also the exception of Sasha versus. Um, yeah. Who's Sasha that? versus Shay versus Shay where Sasha did make Shay look like she was average but I really mm. wanted to see Widow versus um, Heidi Heidi mm. that would have been amazing and actually Heidi was one of our favourite performers I guess they were taking various factors into account like the runway fashions and stuff but um, I, I still would have liked to have seen Heidi versus Widow it would have been amazing um, anyway we got these two and Widow was again on form, yeah. high energy. Do you know what her special move is? Which one? The splits. The, fa- the the one she like she leads. Well, she she does it. She's done it every thing she does. So where she flies into the splits. Yes, it's like a like a flying split skid. I think yep. that's her special move. Flying split skid. Um. No, I just. I, she just gave another amazing lip sync. Mm. Uh, the splits, the performance, the 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 feel, the the moves. Mm. Like she was like b- that shoulder thingy where she like, wow. oh my god! And she started flexible. like doing a dutty wine in it yeah. as well. Her legs that she was she was like breaking She's her double legs. Jointed. She like, really is. I wonder if she got like a connective tissue disorder or something. Oh god! I just was like, and then she did the eureka kind of split thing. And oh circle. yeah, the kind of like gravity ow, warp, ow, like ow. yeah. I'm splitting and I'm moving and it's very compelling to watch. She was, yeah, she was very high energy. Um, I, I, I wish she left her heels on, but like, I don't think she could do any of that she with them to, on. to do the skid effectively. She took it off before the skid, I think. Mm. And like Gigi did her best and Gigi served something very, very good actually. And she, in another lip sync, she might have won it actually. Because she served a lot of personality, a lot of humor. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. There was a part that she went on the ground to the lyrics. Um, yeah. What was the lyrics? I think it was get on the ground. <laughs> there's, lyrics, there's something like get on the ground. If you can't dance, something like that. And then she just went on the da- the ground and lied down. I thought that was actually yeah. hilarious because she's like, I'm 
I'm out. And at the beginning, <laughs> she was like, it was, a, it was like, wait a second. And she was like, and they were laughing from the outset, GG. Um, but Widow wasn't psyched out by that. Widow's like, I know how to serve this song. And like her her humor and her her little tricks. <laughs> no, 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 sir, no, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it was just, it was, it was an assassination. Like, Widow's at, fantastic. At, in this moment right now, the lip sync assassin for season 12 is Widow Von Du, and also very likely to be um, Hiding Closet. I just wish we had that showdown. And I, I, I hope that it happens because it will be epic. Mm-hmm. It will be epic. <laughs> One we're doing headstands, other one's doing like breaking her back again. <laughs> I just, I just well, love what else it. She's got to like whip out of her like what well, tricks. The thing is, she's done it all now, hasn't yeah. she? She's done it all. And the thing about that Starship song is that it's it's a very long song. Yeah. So she's like filling in the gaps of um this move, filling in the gaps of that one. Like we all know she's double joined, and now we all know that she's flexible. We all know she's got no backbone. <laughs> like if I was her, like don't get in the bottom now. <laughs> yeah. Stay out of the bottom. Save whatever you have for the finale if you get that far. But she did the damn thing. Mm-hmm. It's what a great episode. It's fantastic. What a great episode. They've set the bar so high for next week's girls coming in. Yeah. I hope that they have the same caliber. I hope oh, they absolutely. bring the same energy. I hope they bring the same wow factor because yeah. episode one was epic. Yeah. Episode one <laughs> was epic. And let's see what episode two has <laughs> It's a thing now. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Any last words before we close this damn thing down? Uh, just thank you, RuPaul Drag Race, for another amazing yes. premiere. And I'm very excited. I am now officially excited to cover this on the podcast. Yeah. It's an honor for us to cover you. Yes. You're welcome. Thank you, Queens of Season yes. 12. Um, I can't wait to see what they do next week. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you then. Thank you so much for listening, continuing to listen. We'll yeah. see you later. Thank you very much, guys. Lots of love. See, see you ya. Soon. Bye. Bye.